welcome to the Rock Paper Shotgun Electronic Wireless Show. I am not your host. Your host isn't here. Brendan's not feeling well today, and so we've decided to do something a little bit differently. I am Graham Smith. I am the editor-in-chief of Rock Paper Shotgun. I occasionally do the podcast, but not very often. And today we thought we didn't want to leave you without anything to listen to, but we don't have a new podcast for you. Instead, what we're going to do is we want to reach into the past and pull out something we've done before. Now, before we revived the electronic wireless show, we did some audio experiments, storytelling in an audio form, in other words. And as part of that, Brendan recorded an audio version of his Ride Along series. Now, if you never read it on the website, Ride Along was where Brendan would find an interesting person who was playing an interesting game and join that game with them and get a kind of gated tour of that world, of the community, of what it is that that player was doing or those players were doing. And in the episode that you're about to hear, it's a story of going into a game called Otis Life, which is a mod for Arma 3 and going basically on a ride along with uh, a person who's playing the game in a particularly interesting way. You might not have heard this episode before. Um, When we first put it up, it was, I think, the first thing we uploaded uh, in audio form in about three or four years when we did it. So it's likely that you weren't exactly paying attention at the time. So we hope you'll enjoy it now, and we'll be back next week with a regular episode of the Electronic Wireless Show. Thank you very much. Oh lord, are you okay? No, I'm dead. You're both dead? Yep. Uh, hmm. It was true. Hank was dead. He was lying on the ground where a pile of money lay next to him that had fallen out of his pockets. A couple of feet away was the corpse of another man in an orange jacket. I asked if there was anything I could do for Hank, but he said no. It was over now. I'm not too far out now in the helicopter, but I'll give you the coordinates to go to. So don't, if I land there and you're not there, then I'm going to get my helicopter scrapped on me. Um, okay, so the football field is... This is not how things began for me in Altus Life, a popular role-playing mod for military simulation game Arma 3. A few hours earlier, Hank had picked me up in his helicopter for a ride-along. It was the dead of night, and he had used a deserted football field as a landing pad. In the Altus Life mod, players can take on the role of paramedics, taxi drivers, traffic cops, miners, and even fruit pickers. But Hank... Hank was something different. Hank was an outlaw. I just had a message, raise your altitude or be shot down. Oh, there we go. Can you hear some? Is that just small arms fire, I guess? Small arms fire coming in off the police, yeah. Unfortunately, you can't hear this small arms fire because, sadly, my recording doesn't include any of the game's sound effects. So you'll just have to imagine us, me and Hank, side by side in the cockpit, and me groaning as we pitch heavily to the right uh, to avoid some gunfire, which I did a lot. But as we took off over the town of Kavala, Hank immediately fulfilled his role as an in-game rebel. Oh, let's go mess with him. Oh, that's a sharp bank. <laughs> Go to the police station and fire flares through the windows. Is that considered an illegal activity? Oh yeah. <laughs> if they can, if they can, if they get time, they'll pull out a speedboat minigun and shoot us down. 
So is this the kind of thing you would get up to as a bandit usually, or, or as a, I don't know, a rebel? Um, you call it? Myself, yes. Um, some people don't. Some people find pleasure in other ways, but um, I like to mess with the police. I personally do, anyway. What, what kind of things would other people do? Would they be more lethal? Uh, yes. Yes. Um, I, I gotta say, you're probably gonna be the first person in the last couple of months that's getting in my car and not dying. Um, nobody survives when I take them. I didn't know how to feel about Hank's assurances that he wouldn't murder me when we were finished with the ride-along, but I had to take it at face value. He was being very accommodating otherwise. He even offered to gear me up. I'll take you to a, a gang base to get you some gear. I'll buy, you, I'll buy you some gear now. Just a bit of bulletproof vest. Oh, you don't get shot immediately. Oh, so there's you. Well, I've got a, I've got a press vest on. Oh, so right. People, people shouldn't shoot at me. It's not a bulletproof one. It's just something that says press on it. Press vests are pretty invincible, actually. Oh, are we landing? Yeah. I'm gonna... We're sort of low on fuel here. It seems we haven't got to go all the way to the base. and don't need to risk it. Hank put the helicopter down next to a large hangar on one of the island's airfields. There are tiny black signs in the game that act as shops and spawn points for items and vehicles. Now, out of the helicopter, Hank was consulting one of these small signs by the hangar. So are you part of a, a larger gang of rebels, or are you quite a, like a, a lone wolf? I'm part of a gang of lone wolves. <laughs> as weird as that is. Um... We're a gang of senior admins, um, senior NHS, senior police, mentors, basically just staff, and um, we don't really, we're not a gang per se, but we play together now and again, but we're mostly just ourselves to ourselves, and help each other if needed. That's right. Hank's gang includes people in the police. This is because people often play multiple roles in Altus life. Hank himself moonlights as an NHS ambulance driver, but that's not who he is right now. At the moment, Hank is in full military getup. He spawns a small sporty looking car for us at the hangar, and we clamber in and he steers us out into the roads of the island. He begins speeding almost immediately. Again, you're going to have to imagine me gripping my mice in discomfort with Hank to my left, hands on the wheel, flying down narrow Greek roads in the middle of the night our headlights beaming out into the dark. Speeding, however, is just one small crime you can commit in the game. It's also possible to create drugs such as marijuana and cocaine and to sell these drugs to other players. I think maybe now is a good time to ask Hank if he's involved in anything like this. Um, uh, do you do anything like uh, drug dealing or anything like that or do you just you rob places exactly uh what kind I of rob places. To? um i don't i tend to stick stay away from drugs um the only time i ever deal with drugs is i've got a house full of drugs from my last run that i never finished but um what i mostly do is sit at the drug dealer wait for someone to show up and rob them of their money drug drug runs take too long so you're kind of like a, a vigilante, almost? Um, guess you could say that. Do you think a lot of a lot of people see themselves that way? A lot of people come on this game to let out their dark side. The night road stretches out ahead of us, 
We haven't seen any other players since we left Kavala. Hank is still driving far over the speed limit. So if we find, say, a civilian along this road that we're driving along, mm -hmm. uh, and you thought they had some money, how would that play out? Follow them till they either stopped or crashed. Put my gun at them. Ask them to put their hands on their heads. If they didn't, they die. If they put their hands on the head, they get robbed. Um, if they've got no money on them, then they die. That's that's a big rule for me. If you've got no money on you, you'll die anyway. Even if you've been nice to me. You don't ever feel um, kind of... Do you, you never feel bad about that? It's a game at the end of the day. They're playing a game and it's, it's risky. It's what keeps it interesting. The next time they do it, they don't they don't stop when the guy pulls up behind them and asks them for a repair kit. That's when I do a lot of pull a car on the side of the road and ask them for repairs. They jump out, lower their gun, my gun comes up. It's very Machiavellian. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. It's very uh it's very manipulative, you know? Yes, yes. Suddenly we see a car speeding by in the opposite direction from us. The lights on it flash blue and yellow as it passes. An unfriendly colour for Hank. Oh, that's the oh, police. Oh, shit. Are they, are they likely to come after you? Um, if I said it was 100% likely... Oh, no, I tell you what, it's not 100% likely because we're in a fast car. If a, if a police officer in the same car as this, a sergeant or above, catches hold of us, then they're gonna, we're going to have a chase. And a gunfight. Sticking on this road isn't usually the best. This is the main highway. Um, everyone travels this road. This is quite a small road for a, for for it to be busy. Uh -huh. Yeah. Oh, well, let me show you some other roads then. Hank slows and takes a turn off. Our sporty car begins to trundle down a dirt road. Branches and shrubs invade onto the edge of the path in the dark. It's the kind of road I would later reflect that you might take someone to dig their own grave. Eventually. Hank pulls back onto a paved road. This here road is the main road to uh, the gun stores. This one's not so busy, but um, I tell you, I'm not going to go down there because the big gangs hide out down there. And I haven't died for a while. Hank turns the car around and we begin heading back, as far as I can tell, in our original direction. I wonder how bad things would be if either of us did die. Obviously, this is a video game, so there has to be some kind of downside. So, uh, if you did die, uh, is is the main loss like your money, your equipment that's on you? Yes. Um, I've got. I don't carry money on me. I got sixteen pound, but um, main loss is my gun. Did you say you have sixteen pounds? On in my pocket right now, but um, in a bank I've only got six hundred and seventy-one thousand. Whereas like. Most of the top players on the server are sitting about 180 million. But um, I spend it on silly things like armoured vehicles that get immediately stopped by the police and scrapped. I don't I don't hoard money. I buy stupid things to have a nice roleplay. What's the point in having the money if you're not gonna use it? It's quite that's quite a gangster attitude, I'd say. <laughs> As Hank laughs, we continue to barrel down the road at breakneck speeds. We're going quite fast now, I've noticed. Yeah, that's uh, 300 kilometers an hour, so 180 miles an hour. Down there. 
This thing maxes out about 375. How much did this car cost you? 100,000. I, I tend not to gear up. I tend to buy myself a pistol and a, an armoured vest. That's all I need to buy on a daily basis. Because you'll always find a cop on his own and you can always put your gun to the back of his head and ask for his gun. And their guns are pretty much all I need. <laughs> So the weapon That's I've it. got now is a silenced uh, MXC with a medium range scope that I stole off a police officer a couple of days back. Here we go. Here we go, says Hank, as he slows dramatically. He spotted someone from the ARAC, the server's roadside assistance service. It's a lone mechanic in an orange jacket. He has parked his pickup truck by the side of the road. We come to a stop and Hank calmly gets out of the car. I sit in the passenger seat for now and watch through the window as Hank raises his gun and begins threatening the man. He's telling him to hand something over, but I can't hear exactly what's happening. So I get out of the car and I try to listen. The two men begin arguing, talking loudly over the top of one another. Louder and louder. Hank's assertive military tone calmly trying to tell the man again and again to hand it over, hand it over. Then, a flash of movement. The mechanic puts his hands down and reaches for a pistol on his belt. A few quiet cracks are all I hear, and the bodies of the two men slump to the ground. Oh lord, are you okay? Nope, I'm dead. You're both dead? Yep. Uh, hmm. Is there anything I can I can do here for you? Uh, no, there's not. Hank's body lies in the headlights of the pickup truck, and I'm not sure what to do. I rummage through his corpse just to see what happens, and I find myself holding something I do not particularly want to hold. Oh, did you pick my gun up? Okay, I right. Have a ha- I have a handgun. Right, gun. listen listen to me carefully, right? Now, I'm going to tell you something, right? But don't ever do it. Hank begins telling me how to access his inventory properly. He wants his good gun back, the one he stole from the police officer last week. But while his ghostly team-speak presence is telling me all of this, I can hear a voice behind me. Put your hands up, it says. Okay, now take my bag, uh, drag uh, my... I'm being, I'm being held up here. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I've been shot. It only takes me seconds to understand what I did wrong. Not knowing the controls to place my hands on my head, I span around to ask my mysterious assailant. I didn't realise that I still held Hank's gleaming 9mm pistol in my hand. I was instantly killed. Not the end of the world. Doesn't matter. I, uh... I panicked. I didn't know how to put my hands up as the thing. Oh, it's not a problem. Right, um... Born at... Athera. This recording was produced for the RPS Supporter Program and made possible by your funding. Thank you for subscribing to Rock Paper Shotgun, and for more on PC games, including reviews, news, and opinion, visit rockpapershotgun.com.